Sixers Fix with Scott Ninnis. Join one of the Adelaide 36ers favourite sons as we deep dive into everything past and present about one of the most storied franchises in the NBL. It's Sixers Fix, your Adelaide 36ers podcast. Hello and welcome to Sixers Fix with Scott Ninnis for this week as we prepare for a return to the old arena for the Adelaide 36ers on Saturday night against the New Zealand Breakers. We'll celebrate the 2002 championship for the 36ers as well and we're looking forward to, to that. Bit of a shortened edition of Sixers Fix with this week though. We, we've been able to catch up with the man of the moment, Jamie Perlman, who coached his first two NBL games in the absence of CJ Bruton last week. So we'll have an Ask the Coach segment for you here on Sixers Fix, thanks to our friends at Sports Card World. And I hope you enjoy it because there's plenty to catch up with Jamie about. And we were lucky enough to get some questions through from our listeners here on Sixers Fix. So we'll get to that very shortly. And of course, we're looking forward to Saturday night at the 36ers Arena, a venue that's got a lot of fond memories for a lot of people when it comes to the 36ers and the fans as well. So it's up against the New Zealand Breakers on Saturday night. If you haven't got your tickets already, make sure you get them as the 36ers try to get back on the NBL winners list. CJ Bruden will be back at the helm. Cam Besto back in the lineup. Kai Soto's healthy. So plenty to look forward to with that. But let's get straight to business and let's catch up with Jamie Perlman here on Sixers Fix. Thanks to Sports Card World on our Ask the Coach segment. Okay, I'm now with Jamie Perlman here on our Ask the Coach segment, thanks to Sports Card World. And we've got a few questions, Jamie, and we've got a nice prize to give away as well. We've got a blaster box of the Panini NBA Hoops 2021-22 cards. It's valued at $90, thanks to our friends at Sports Card World. So one of our lucky listeners will be very happy to receive that. First of all, thanks very much for joining us, Jamie. I, I appreciate you taking time because it's fair to say it hasn't been a couple of weeks that you'll probably look back on with much fondness. But how are you holding up, first of all? Are you going okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, I've had a, a crazy, uh, pretty crazy last two weeks. Yeah, it's uh, obviously the loss of my mother-in-law and then coaching my first uh, NBL uh, game as a head coach. Um, those two things coinciding. Mm. Uh, definitely a lot of, a lot of uh, yeah, mixed emotions right there. Absolutely. Um, I don't mean to say this to make you feel uncomfortable, and you might not like me saying it, but I... I guess on behalf of the basketball community, I just wanted to thank you for what you did last week. It was an enormous effort for you to be going through the emotional, I guess, turmoil that you were with your family to to have to head interstate and and deal with the the passing of your mother-in-law, which is hor- horrible in its own in its own right. And then to have to go to the funeral, attend the funeral on the same day that you then had to make your head coaching debut, get a flight back to Adelaide and and coach that night. I just want to say thank you for for doing that and making those sacrifices because it's it's something that I don't think any of us can comprehend. So I don't know if you'll like me saying that or having that attention, but thank you for doing that, Jamie. I know it couldn't have been easy. Um, yeah, look, it was a very surreal day. There's no doubt about that. That's any other way to put it. Um, family was, you know, family's um, everything, really. And, you know, at the end of the day, they they wanted me to go and do it. And, you know, they wanted me to support me to go and do that. And, um, again, 
Um, Marlene would have wanted me to go and coach that first game as a head coach in the NBL. So it was, you know, again, it was a very surreal day, uh, you know, obviously very emotional. And then, and then, um, yeah, an opportunity for me. So it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely, um, yeah, again, a very surreal day. Um, but, but, uh, thank you for, yeah, thank you for your, your words there. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of questions about what it was like making your debut. So I'll save that for, for our listeners, but. Um, you've dreamed about becoming an NBL head coach for a long time. Um, was the actual experience when the game, once the game started like you expected or, or was there anything that surprised you about, about the whole thing? Um, not really. We're, yeah, look, to be honest with you, once you sort of, once I hit the ground again and we came here, it was all, it's all business. Mm. It's all, CJ's obviously been, you know, a lot of work behind the scenes, you know, we're, we're, we're communicating, you know, we, we have a plan, you know, we go into the game with and, and to a certain extent, it, um, you know, it's business as usual. I know TJ wasn't there on the sidelines, and but um, yeah, we, you know, there's a lot of discussion around it. And, um, you know, again, this is the surreal part of it. You know, I, I, you know, I really enjoyed it. We didn't come up with a win, so that's obviously extremely disappointing. But it was, um, yeah, as, as I said, you know, every every coach um, dreams of playing, you know, being a head coach in the NBL and, we want to win. Yeah, they're very disappointing. Um, but you know, enjoy the experience. Let's hope next time you get you get a win on the board. You don't want to stay stuck on zero and two for too long, do you? <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> I prefer not to for sure. Especially recently, I think Dean Vickerman had his two hundred fifty, and I think he's at like sixty five percent win yes. record or something, something around there. So yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Let's get to our listeners. We've got we've got a few questions here, and you'll you'll pick a pick a lucky winner as well. Let's start with with Kyle Wood. Um, he's got a two-part question, so I'll start with the first one. How did you enjoy your time at the helm, and did you find it to be more pressure on yourself, or was it comfortable? Um, I think I felt quite comfortable, if I'm being honest. I mm-hmm. think, again, we had a game plan. We knew what we were going into the game with, and I think um, at a certain level, you, know, you just get into that zone. Um, now, head coaching, you do need to develop a rhythm, you know, that definitely takes a bit of time. Um, so maybe, yeah, not quite in rhythm. And, you know, in reflection, definitely some decisions I, I wish I had have made that were different, you know, at various times. But, um, but yeah, as far as pressure goes, I, I actually felt like, you know, you sort of get into that zone and I had, you know, good support around me uh, with my with the assistants. So, yeah, not too much pressure. I just I, I felt like I was really able to, you know, enjoy the moment and um, yeah, enjoy having to make those uh, in-game time decisions. Yeah, very good. The second part of Kyle's question, did your throat feel like Connor Henry's used to because it sounded strained? <laughs> yeah, look, for sure. It, 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 it's one part of it. I, you know, I've uh, been a head coach in New Zealand and I've yeah. head coached in Asia for two years and I've always found that at the start of any season as a head coach, I tend to lose my voice, mm. you know, in, in, the, in those first uh, couple of weeks. Okay. Um, and then your voice adjusts again and, and then it, become, it becomes good. So, yeah, no, I definitely was getting a little bit croaky there with all the <laughs> all the music and all the noise around. You're, you're trying to get your message across and, you know, you definitely raise your voice more than you, you normally would. And, uh, yeah, so definitely it was getting a bit croaky towards the end there. <laughs> Did you get the odd laugh last season when Connor kept losing his voice? No, I knew what he was going going through. You know, <laughs> it's one of those things that tends to happen. Yeah. You know, you tend to speak at that louder tone because of every the atmosphere and everything going around and the emotion with it too. And yeah, no, it definitely it's definitely one of those things that um, you know, can happen on a regular basis. Mm. 
Okay, next question comes from Ruby, and she's asked, what was Jamie's favourite thing about stepping up for us? Favourite thing about stepping up? I, I guess it was just, you know, having that level of, um, I guess, control or, or input at the very in the, in the pre-game talk and and communicating how you saw things and where, where I thought the advantages were in, for us in the game and, and the things we need to be mindful of. And so I guess it was just, yeah, being able to address the boys as the as as the head coach, you know, definitely, you know, enjoyed that side of things. And so, yeah, so I, I guess that's what it, that's probably what I enjoyed most about the game. No, very good. Um, Scott Dunlop's got a question, and it's a, a different different tact, but it's drawing on 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 your history in the league as a player. Um, so Scott's asked, he's I'm showing my age, but as a big Spectres fan from back in the day, my question is. Who was your biggest adversary in, say, the late 80s and early 90s, and why? Late 80s, early 90s, so you're taking me back to um, <laughs> the Siebel days, yeah. the NBL1 days there. Oh, that's got to you know, <laughs> dig back into the memory banks, which is, um, which is it was pretty tough. We might even be able to go um, mid-90s when you were at your well, NBL peak. Well, well, from another voting point of view, uh, it was always Steve Delavega uh, mm. back in my day. It was uh, always probably average thirty points a uh, average thirty points a game for many seasons there. So he was always a really tough cover down there at Nova Voting. And then uh, once I got into the NBL, well, it was the D Max and Ricky Grosses. You know, I mean, I used to chase around Shane Hill and Andrew Gaze. So that was always, uh, you know, that was always. Yeah, uh, super tough, but uh, but my mindset was as a defensive player, so obviously I thoroughly enjoyed that, and it was just a tremendous challenges to to play against those guys, and um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed you know, taking on that challenge. What does Scott Ninnis rate on that on that list as well? Well, he's probably more you know the off guard, yeah. you know, swingman type of player, so I didn't actually match up on him too much. Um, but yeah, super quick, obviously, super athletic. Um, yeah, definitely had to get that three ball with his as well. Mm. Okay, one more question we've got from Lauren. This is a different one as well. Um, LeBron James seems to come up a lot with with you for some reason, Jamie. So so <laughs> so, so she's asked, what do you think about the speculation of Bronny James coming to the NBL as a next star? Oh, look, obviously it would be just incredible for the league yeah, if that was to happen. Um, I think, yeah, obviously the publicity around that would be tremendous and, and he's a tremendous prospect, you know, and he'd be fantastic in this league. My gut feeling tells me I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah, I think uh, the NBA teams will be we're looking at him pretty closely. Um, again, because of not only his talent, but obviously, you know, who his, who his dad is. So it'd be awesome to have him in this league, but I, yeah, I can't, I can't quite see it happening. It was a hell of a sideshow when we had Lomelo Ball here. Can you imagine if LeBron James that, was it here? There would be times times ten, you yeah. know, at least. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would be incredible. Okay, so we've got a got a prize to give away thanks to Sports Card World. Now, Jamie, without without pushing you in one direction too often, we haven't had a female winner of a prize just yet. So, who who might who might be the standout for you this week? Well, then that's, it's going to have to be Ruby for sure. So I was actually talking in between. Uh, yeah, there were a few people, but uh, yeah, let's go with Ruby for today. There you go, Ruby. Thanks for asking about Jamie's favourite part about stepping up and enjoy your yeah. prize. Thanks to Sports Card World. So thanks for that, Jamie. Before I let you go, no um, I think I've got to ask, 
Is there any chance Casper Ware is in town in he'll line up on, on Saturday? Um, well, there is there is a chance, um, but I'm being 100% honest. I have not heard any further you know, discussion about that at this point in time, whether he is or isn't happening, and that's a 100% honest there. So um, trying to make it happen, um, you know, it's been that, it's been that discussion there, but obviously, you know, things in that area of the world are, are very tumultuous at the moment. So um, we'll, we'll all have to just wait and see. Yeah, I totally believe you. I, I think all of our listeners know that you're not someone that's going to give us the runaround. But just following up quickly, is, would it be fair to say that if it wa- if it was to happen and he was to sign, would you try to get him to sign for next season as well? Would that be kind of what you're sort of aiming towards? Oh, look, I mean, we, you know, obviously he's played in this league for a long time. So, you know, that's a, that's a discussion to be had. Um, you know, if, if, if that was to go ahead and, um, yeah, that'd be just one thing to, that requires further and, and, and a bit of a deeper dive into, you know, what the future might look like for the club. Yep, not very good. I'll, I'll take the, the hit off you now. And just, fi- <laughs> <laughs> just finally, what's it going to be like on Saturday playing back at the, at the, the old arena? What's it going to be like? Yeah, no, it's going to be as obviously it's going to be um, you know, reminiscing uh, for me back in back in the day in back in the day as well. Um, but it's going to be fantastic. That place always uh, had a tremendous atmosphere. Uh, you know, the fans stomping on the bleachers <laughs> and incredibly yeah noisy, you know, uh, arena. Um, the club obviously had tremendous success over there yeah. over many many years. Um, so yeah, it's exciting to. No, exciting to play a game there again and check it out and uh, please come along and, and, and join us for that game. Thanks thanks again for joining us, Jamie. I really appreciate you taking the time. Again, thank you for what you did last week and hopefully you can have a little bit less pressure on you this Saturday and hopefully we come away with a win against the, the New Zealand Breakers. Yep, definitely. No, we're definitely going to get this one for sure.